Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series four, episode one of this daily study podcast. Thank you once again for joining us for another new year of study in the, in the Come Follow Me materials. We are looking at the Old Testament as well as including the Pearl of Great Price uh, into our study this year uh, using the Come Follow Me materials and today we're going to begin at the December the 27th to January the 2nd week covering Moses chapter 1 and Abraham chapter 3. Um, it's interesting because and there's a few ways we could go about the study this week. We're just going to take it uh, through the Come Follow Me materials in the order that they present them. So that's Moses 1 first, then Abraham 3. But of course, uh, in some of my study, I've seen some materials looking at Abraham 3 first uh, because that deals with Abraham's vision of God's works, his creations, uh, the, the worlds, the planets, and of course, uh, pre-mortal existence, which kind of then comes before uh, what Moses one uh, will, or what Moses will begin to learn, his vision that he has with, um, with God uh, and Satan and so on. But uh, we'll just follow it um, with Moses one first. Of course, it's interesting that in a year where we have um, the Old Testament to work through, which is the largest uh, book of uh, in our standard works out of the Old Testament, the New Testament, Book of Mormon and Doctrine and Covenants. We also include the Pearl of Great Price in the study with the Old Testament as if there wasn't enough to study already. But the reason we do that, of course, is because the Pearl of Great Price gives so much more insight into some of the stories that we have in the Old Testament. Starting at Moses 1 today, Moses 1 is, in essence, the Joseph Smith translation. The Joseph Smith translation, as we know, is found in a few places in our standard works in the um appendix as part of the Pearl of Great Price with Joseph Smith Matthew, where there's a, a significant section of uh, the book of Matthew in there. We also have the footnotes that we have integrated into throughout um, the the Bible in our standard works uh, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But then we also have this Moses uh, section. Um, the book of Moses uh, is, in essence, the, the Joseph Smith translation of Genesis, uh, or at least the beginning of Genesis. And Moses chapter 1 is actually not present uh, in our Old Testaments that we have. In essence, it is Genesis chapter 0 uh, in the sense that it kind of um, comes before uh, what we see in Genesis 1 where Moses is shown or begins the vision um, of, of an understanding of what happened in the creation. But before that, he, he undergoes this experience uh, with God and with Satan and is able to understand um, just where this um, revelation comes from. Um, in the um, Come Follow Me materials, it begins with the focus on Moses 1, looking at what we learn about our relationship with our Heavenly Father. So if we have a look at the uh, the first section of Moses, or the first chapter, uh, and it begins with Moses um being taken to a high mountain and in verse 2 it says and he saw God face to face and he talked with him and the glory of God was upon Moses therefore Moses could endure his presence so what we see here is that um, <clears throat> Moses had to be changed his body had to be transfigured in order to be able to see God uh, Spencer W. Kimball said quote for no man has seen God at any time in the flesh except quickened by the spirit of God neither can any natural man abide the presence of God neither after the carnal mind. It must be obvious then that to endure the glory of the Father or of the glorified Christ, a mortal being must be translated or otherwise fortified. 
Grease on the swimmer's body or a heavy rubber skins diver's suit may protect one from cold and wet. An asbestos suit may protect a firefighter from flames. A bulletproof vest may save the policeman from an assassin's bullet. One's heated home may protect winter's chilling blasts. Deep shade or smoked glass can modify the withering heat and burning rays of the midday sun. There is a protective force which God brings into play when he exposes his human servants to the glories of his person and his works. Close quote. So straight away, and this is why the Pearl of Great Price was so important, um, we see um, a change to something which perhaps Christianity at the time of the prophet Joseph Smith was understanding, was understanding God, that man can see God face to face. And that is what it says in the Bible in the Old Testament as well. Um, but there does have to be a change on the person in order to be able to do that. Speaking of the Pearl of Great Price and Moses chapter 1, this was originally a booklet that was printed in England by um, Willard Richards, an apostle uh, at the time, uh, who was in the kind of in charge of the British Isles mission. And he wanted a, a pamphlet or a material which could be used in order to um, teach the principles of you know, some of the things that Christianity had lost at this time, <clears throat> which would show what a living prophet has revealed uh, to, to his church, to the Lord's church today. Um, and and straight away from verse two, we start seeing these principles uh, and these important doctrines which had been lost, um, particularly as this chapter is completely missing uh, from the Bible itself. <clears throat> In verse four, it says, And behold, thou art my son. Wherefore, look, and I will show thee the workmanship of mine hands, but not all, for my works are without end, and also my words, for they never cease. Wherefore, no man can behold all my works, except he behold all my glory, and no man can behold all my glory, and afterwards remain in the flesh on the earth. Um, we see straight away the uh, caller from God uh, is referring to Moses as my son. And then again in verse 6 it says, And I have a work for thee, Moses, my son, and thou art in the similitude of mine only begotten, and mine only begotten is and shall be the Saviour, for he is full of grace and truth. And then in verse 7, And behold, Moses, this one thing I show unto thee, Moses, my son, for thou art in the world, and now I show it unto thee. Three times the Lord repeats the phrase, my son, uh, which, of course, is an indication of our relationship with, the, with, the, with God, that we are his children, his spirit children. And we'll learn more about that as we go into uh, Moses, uh, uh, sorry, into Abraham as well. Uh, but this idea that we are the children of God uh, gives us a great um, destiny, a great potential for our lives. Um, presently, Dietrich Uchtdorf said, quote, much of the confusion we experience in this life comes from simply not understanding who we are, close quote. Heavenly Father wanted to raise Moses' vision to who he really was, a child of God. Um, and so that was the first thing that he taught him, was that he was his son and repeated it three times, which indicates in the scripture something that needs to be paid attention to. And then he leaves Moses. Um, Moses kind of... Um, gets overwhelmed and wonders um, and he falls to the earth and faints and and then after a number of hours he he's restored to his strength um, but then um, it says in verse 12 and it came to pass that when Moses had said these words behold Satan came tempting him saying Moses son of man worship me now this is a very interesting um, kind of interaction that begins here between Satan and Moses and we can learn a lot uh, from this um this experience. So we have here this understanding that Satan sees that Moses is vulnerable, he is weak, 
after his experience with the father, you would think that after such a great spiritual experience that Moses would be more more stronger to, re to resist the um, temptations and tribulations of Satan. But Satan sees this as an opportunity to take, uh, take his chance. <clears throat> and that's interesting for us. I think that applies for us today. You know, when we've had a great spiritual experience, it's often the case that we have the greatest difficulties in our lives, either just before great a great spiritual experience, just like with the prophet Joseph Smith in the Grove of Trees, or straight after, like with um, this instance with Moses, because of course we are weak, we've, we've kind of lost our strength from that experience. Now, notice what Satan says to him as well. He says, Moses, son of man, worship me. He is straight away trying to bring a conflicting view um, into what Moses has just been taught by God, that he is a son of God. And that he is, in fact, a son of man. Um, Brian K. Taylor said, quote, Moses learned of his divine heritage talking with the Lord face to face. Following that experience, Satan came tenting with subtle yet vicious intent to distort Moses' identity. This great war over divine identity rages fiercely as Satan's proliferating arsenal aims to destroy our belief in and knowledge of our relationship with God. Thankfully, we've been blessed with a clear vision and understanding of our true identity from the beginning. Coming to know these truths with certainty helps us overcome trials, troubles and afflictions of every kind. When asked how can we help those struggling with a personal challenge, an apostle of the Lord instructed, teach them their identity and their purpose. Close quote. The, <clears throat> the truth, I am a child of God, which ironically is one of the first things that as a primary child we probably learn about uh, through songs and through um, important teachings. As investigators um, with the Preach My Gospel lessons, it is the first principle before learning about how the gospel blesses families. Um, it is the first principle that we are spirit children of our Heavenly Father. And as such, just like any child and any parent, we have the ability, the capacity, the potential to become like them. No wonder why, after centuries of translations and edits, the Bible has lost this um, this important interaction between Moses and God and Moses and Satan, because Satan does not want us to have this knowledge that we are indeed a child of God with that divine potential. We'll talk more we'll talk more about the actual interaction that goes on between Satan and Moses tomorrow. I can't wait to continue our study of the Old Testament this year. Um, we start with some very strong, powerful doctrines and we'll continue throughout this year. So please do join us and please share this podcast uh, with someone that may be interested for a daily bite-sized episode for your study through the week. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.